श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव नम If we had a very good sleep at night, it means we were nobody for a longer period of time, and therefore the sleep was deep. Now this nobody status we can encash. if we start our day early morning the moment your sleep is over get out of the bed finish your morning necessities and thereafter be self oriented one rule if we apply on ourselves we'll start living our every day in meditation and the rule is we do not become anybody unless our morning prayers or whatever you call is over so you may be chanting or you may be reading or doing the japa or simply sitting quiet basking in the presence of the divine whatever don't become anybody this status of remaining as mr nobody for a longer period of time he is called as living in meditation but normally what happens with us we start our day and then so hectic because first of all we go to sleep very late and then in the morning when we get there is a hang up of the sleep and then we have to rush for the work and our whole day is in a mess and such a messy person he wants to come and do meditation friends we have to live our 24 hours in a proper mood and the moods begin when we become somebody therefore remain as mr nobody as long as you can so right in the morning don't start any discussions questions answers uh, arguments logic our experiences no need remain as nobody this remaining as nobody is indirectly we are not yet 
getting identified with the body although we are functioning through the body. The identification with the body becomes strong because of the breathing process. Like if you go for a long run, marathon, your breathing increases tremendously. And therefore our identification with the body is extreme. Such a person who is intensely identified with the body, ask him to do meditation, he cannot. But during the deep sleep, when we were remaining as nobody, that time our breathing was not heavy, our breathing was not fast. Because the mind and the body, they are glued together by the adhesive of breathing. Therefore, death is when the mind and the body are separated. So this separation of the mind and the body happens under three conditions. Yesterday I told you, compulsion called as death, ignorance called as sleep and wisdom called as meditation. It is for this purpose that the pranayam is advocated in Yoga Shastra. Pranayam is not basically an approach for healthy life. <coughs> like you all know in India, we keep a cow also in our compound. <coughs> that the cow is also one of the members of the family. Now what for we keep the cow? We don't keep the cow for cow dung. We don't keep the cow for the gomutra, urine of the cow. We keep the cow for milk. The cow dung and the gomutra is a byproduct. In the same manner, pranayam is addressing the separation of the mind and the body through the control of pranayam, prana and as a result of which whatever other things are happening it is a byproduct like a cow dung. So don't give too much importance to this. If you do this thing your blood pressure will go down, if you do this thing your health will be good. Remove this health virus from the head. According to Yoga Shastra, every body, like you know, we buy things, they give us um, guarantee, warranty for one month, six months. In the same manner, when every body is produced, it is having a particular number of breathings. This body is meant to breathe n number of times. You can't change it. Those who are 
health oriented yogis what they do they go into pranayam kumbhak for a long period of time as a result the number of breathing what they could have completed in n number of years that breathing they continue for n plus number of years and this is how the longevity of the body is increased but that is not the purpose of life therefore the purpose of pranayam is only one then we are able to achieve freedom from body identification now what happens when we breathe normally our breathing is at a very superficial level and therefore the cleansing of the blood does not happen and what are the impurities in the blood that we are supposed to cleanse let us understand this also very important whole day we keep on eating now the food that we eat has three functions a part of the food goes into the formation of the tissues of the body a part of the food goes in providing energy to the functioning of the body and the unwanted digestive and metabolic wastes they are thrown out of the body which are not required now this waste is being matter of three kinds solids liquids and gaseous solids are thrown through the fecal material the liquids are thrown to the urination and the gaseous toxins they keep on accumulating in our blood stream these gaseous toxins in the blood they are responsible for the agitations of the mind they act as a stimulus and because of that the mind remains ever agitated therefore we have to remove these toxins consciously like every day we have to go to toilet at least two three times a day suppose you are having constipation you are not able to go to the restroom for two days what is the condition of the mind if the solids are making that uncomfortable proposition these toxins are directly hitting the mind and therefore the mind is ever agitated and then it become the second nature of the mind therefore like going to the toilet to remove the solids and liquid waste from the body pranayam is going to the toilet removing the gaseous toxins that important it is now when we normally breathe the breathing is only superficial level so we have to remove the blood toxins gaseous toxins so we have to do a special type of breathing a 
special type of breathing will include one is the anulom vilom which you all must be knowing or the second one which definitely helps a lot without getting too much involved is deep breathing breathe in slowly as much as you can fill in the lower and upper lobes of the lungs and then breathe out slowly fully squeezing the lungs by pulling the diaphragm inward and upward so the lungs are crushed and all the air is thrown out and this has to be done very slow no hurry normally we breathe 15 times per minute but this anulom vilom pranayam or deep breathing as i suggested should reduce the frequency of breathing uh, frequency of breathing from 15 times per minute to 2 3 times per minute lesser the frequency of breathing the longevity increases the tortoise breathes once in 4 minutes therefore the tortoise lives for 600 700 years the dogs and the cats they breathe very fast their life is very short so this deep breathing or anulom vilom it will cleanse our blood of all these toxins and if we don't do it as we have never done it earlier what happens these toxins keep on accumulating in the blood blood becomes saturated and therefore these toxins are thrown out of the blood wherever there is a possibility the possibility of throwing the toxins out of the blood is the gaps between the two bones called as the joints so these toxins are thrown into those joints and because they are gaseous they create tensions in these joints and these toxins start eating the heads of the bone if there is a cartilaginous disc in between the disc it starts eating and the synovial fluid which is the lubrication that starts getting dried as a result when the age is a lot then all the joint pain start appearing see when you break your joints nothing breaks what is this sound because it was tense the moment you cruise that toxin gases which was accumulated is released and therefore when you break your joints you feel relaxed keeping this in view pranayam when it is practiced it will slowly loosen the hold of the mind and the body together mind has two aspects one aspect is our common mind the total creation has only one mind there are not many minds 
like the whole universe, universe has only one electricity. It is not the American electricity and communist electricity, no. In the same manner, there is only one mind. That mind is responsible for maintenance of life in the body. Because of that, life continues. That mind does not create sin or merit. That mind is not holy or unholy. The second aspect of the mind is, the mind takes the shape and the form of a particular body. Like gold is common for all the ornaments, the name, the shape and the form of the ornament make the ornament different from each other. Exactly the same way. When our mind has taken the shape and size of a particular body, immediately I is separate from you. Defense. So what is creating a problem? Common mind is not a problem. This specific mind which is creating a separate entity and a separate entity is born only because of two things. One is the name, second is the form. Therefore it is said, what is the world? World is nothing but names and forms. Mind cannot survive without names and forms. The moment mind reaches silence, no names, or the moment mind reaches absence of forms, the mind dissolves. And nobody wants to die. Therefore, the mind is constantly throwing thoughts and each thought is nothing but mind plus name and form with reference to our body. Like when I say one word, see what comes to your mind. When I say um, mother, the moment I say mother, what has come in your mind is your mother. I didn't say your mother. Think. When I say health, immediately my health. See friends, our mind, because it has taken a particular shape, always thinks in relation to that particular body. Therefore, when we are practicing this, what should happen is freedom from body identification. And this is not only a theoretical, but we can definitely achieve it by a proper way if we do it on a regular basis. Don't expect things to happen overnight. In Yoga Vashishta, it is said that Yoga Vashishta details Rama, hey Ram, you have been carrying these wrong notions for millions of lives. Don't expect 
it will be over overnight therefore two things are necessary these two things are told by our shirdi sai baba one is shraddha the faith second is saburi the patience without patience and faith if you start your any practice the guarantee is you will be utter failure shraddha in four places shraddha in god faith in the teacher faith in the scriptures and faith in oneself god's grace definitely takes care of us like the sun cannot do or cannot throw darkness in the same manner the lord is always careful of us have full faith in him how do we know god's grace is showering on us ishwaranugrahateva pumsam advaita vasana when god's grace showers on us we are naturally motivated for something higher in life the same routine type of life going for a parties and drinking and dance and uh, uh, stock market and politics and all the routine and how do we go into this path by god's grace we come across satsang and sadhu santa binu hari kripa mile nahi santa see friends many people have this notion that because of our earlier good deeds in the last life we are going for satsang it is totally wrong understanding satsang is not the result of karma phala no ishwara anugrahat now when we go to satsang or the um, attain the sadhu santa what happens they don't talk about the world they will be talking about the authority and the knowledge given in the scriptures so the grace of the teacher is in the form of exposing us to the scriptural wisdom see friends kabir ji says jatan puchiye sadhu ki pooch lijiye gyan mol kalo karo talwar ka padi rehne do man don't worry about who is what focus your attention on the truth that is why anybody who has to do anything in this world will use us he will never guide us see friends so god's grace is without any reason as a result of the god's grace we come across sadhu santa 
Sadhu Santa exposes to the scriptures, that is scriptures grace. And what do scriptures do? They give us a vision. This vision that the body and the mind, they are held together by the adhesive of prana. All these medical doctors, etc., they will never tell you this thing. They will take, uh, take a painkiller and die without pain. See, friends. So, what is required now? This adhesive has to be removed. Like if you have, let us take a stamp fixed on an envelope and it is dried, and then you come to know it was a wrong envelope. So if you have to peel off that stem, it will be torn. So what we do, we put that envelope without the contents right into the water. Give Jala Samadhi. As a result of this, the adhesive will be dissolved and you peel off the stem without tearing it. Exactly the same way. By the process of pranayam, the adhesive of prana which is keeping the body and the mind together, that is loosened. And when it is loosened sufficiently, be attentive, your experience will be body-free existence. And we all have this experience in dream and in deep sleep. This experience, when it remains while we are awake, then we are living in meditation. This is how the great masters, they live through the body. They don't live as the body. See friends, this Yoga Shastra is meant for something higher. Yoga for early pregnancy, yoga for spondylosis. These are the cartoons. It is something like, you know, somebody gave me an elephant as a gift. Then I was thinking, what for I should use this elephant? Then I remembered, oh, I have got a kitchen garden. Let me plow the kitchen garden by the strength of the elephant. Kitchen garden can be brought by your own fingers. And there you want to use the elephant power in the same manner. These worldly things can be tackled by anything. But to know one's essential nature, you require tremendous energy. Eight hours of work is equal to one hour of talk. Eight hours of talks is equal to 15 minutes of intense thinking. <coughs> See the quantity of energy consumed. See friends. And if we do not conserve our energy, you can never, never be at peace. It is for this purpose, 
pranayam is done so that we are separated from the body. If this is true, then first I will demonstrate and you simply see, don't do where I am telling you. Afterwards, we start doing it. First of all, breathe out from your stomach by squeezing your diaphragm inside upward. After that is done, fully, then breathe in. Again, first fill in the lower lobes of the lungs. Stomach doesn't get air, it is the lungs which gets. So, when we breathe in, breathe in slowly, not in a hurry. Now the stomach is full. Thereafter, fill in the chest. Now your lungs are filled with air. Thereafter, breathe out first from the chest. And then from the stomach by squeezing it inside upward. This exercise will slowly take out all the unwanted toxins from the blood. In uh, Yagya Valkya Smriti, Patanjali doesn't talk about this. This leads to Nadi Shodhanam. Nadi Shodhanam means purification of the blood. This blood is containing a lot of unwanted stuff. It has to be removed. One of the technique is this. You know these Ayurvedic people, when they take your Nadi, pulse and see what they do is this only. They see the quality of your blood without taking it out. Because the type of uh, impurities which are in the blood, they influence the blood flow, the heart beats, the pressure and the different uh, aspects of the blood flow. And therefore they say, Oh, your kapha vata pitta balance is upset. Meaning what? Your blood is extremely impure. So what they do? They will be giving us the medicine, first of all, to settle this balance between the three aspects, kapha vata pitta. The moment the balance is settled, Majority of your metabolic problems are dissolved. Majority. Ayurveda's approach is totally different. Allopathy will never understand it. They don't want to understand. So allopathy is for earning money. That's why when an allopath holds the uh, pulse, he doesn't hold the pulse, he holds the purse. Do you have... Um, uh, insurance? Yes, then this is done. <laughs> Directly holding the purse. So let us understand this and slowly, whatever are the subsequent steps, we will tell you. So like yesterday I told you, sit properly, 
let the weight of your body land on the sitting bones let your hands land in your lap first psychological adjustments we are here by our own choice we are not here under compulsion therefore we are cheerful and happy cheerful and happy means we have neither complaints nor regrets second adjustment our beloved lord and guru maharaj he is in our heart the lord protects us from within guru guides us from within at this moment we are mr nobody thereby we have closed our total past so this moment is like a day old chick we are so fresh like a small child we don't plan anything what we will do after meditation thereby we have closed the future now we come to the process of pranayam like a banana fruit in place of the skin of banana imagine that is how the mind is in place of the fruit that we eat is the body is between the skin and the fruit there are those threads which hold the fruit and the skin together when the banana is not fully ripe and if we forcibly want to remove the skin it tears off it does not open the fruit fully but when the same banana becomes ripe in due time then the skin comes out very easily the skin takes the shape of the fruit inside 
when the skin is removed, it has no particular shape. If this is clear, in the same manner, the ripening of this experience, whereby we can separate the mind and the body without attain, attaining death or going to sleep. Now, as I told you, do this deep breathing slowly. For some time, in the next step, I'll tell you.
is continue and listen the time required for breathing in and breathing out may be equal so don't have to count but you will get a proper rhythm after some time the breathing will start happening from both the nostrils initially it is either the left or the right third thing do not hold the breath either inside or outside let it be a continuous process of cleansing initially one may not be able to achieve a proper rhythm and sequence but have patience in due time it happens many times a lot of thoughts come instead of fighting with the mind go to the source of the thoughts and you will discover there is somebody sitting there like the soap bubbles that somebody is throwing the thoughts remind yourself not now for 
I am nobody. Remain simply aware that breathing is happening. Every single breathing must be recorded. By this practice, we start remaining as nobody in the present. because breathing happens only in the present. And if we remain aware of this breathing that is going on, we will be able to effortlessly remain in the present. Now you may breathe normally. See, your breathing is now extremely slow. and extremely shallow.
at this moment the shape size of the body has become almost non perceptible therefore the concept that i am inside the body the world is outside this division of in and out has almost disappeared now our experience is like the space space contains everything but doesn't get influenced by anything at this stage now do this bhavana think yourself to be like this vast infinite space like the gross contents do not touch the gross space 
similarly none of the thoughts influence the mind space we come to realize this fact that presence or absence of thoughts in the mind have no impact on the mind and therefore we remain undisturbed we are one with the total mind our individual mind has disappeared like when the pot breaks the pot space merges in the total space but even when the pot was the pot space was never disturbed by the contents of the pot now the thoughts will not cover the mind when we start living 
as the mind space. The last step is living as the conscious space referred as Chidakash. This conscious space supports waker with the waking world, dreamer with the dream world, and so on. But without becoming a waker and dreamer, etc. This is what Bhagavan says. Vedaishya Sarvaihi Aham Eva Vidyaha. All the scriptures ultimately point to this as worthy of knowing. All other things are secondary.
breathe slowly deep and see how the body is intruded in the mind now the whole body is included in the mind move your toes and fingers now this concept is clear i am inside the body the world is outside and our samsara begins this inclusion of the body in the mind and thereby enlivening the mind as somebody and when tired the mind drops the body meaning mind gives up the shape of the body and merges with the total mind thereby again gets recharged and this is going on for millions of years but we are never aware of this we aware of this phenomena then we come to know never we were born never do we die like the waves coming and disappearing the waker dreamer deep sleeper they come and go we are the same offer everything at the feet of the lord om purnamalaha purnamidam purnaat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om